0: Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian. And as always, I'm joined by my good friend, slash my co-host, Devin. And today, we're here to break down and give our insights on the latest Thai West horror film, the second Thai West film to hit theaters this year and that is titled Pearl so for those who don't know what this movie is this is a prequel to Ty West's earlier film that released earlier this year excuse me titled X, not E-X, just the letter X. So we were very, very excited to just jump back into this, this trilogy and knowing that it actually will become a trilogy now, because right before Pearl premiered at uh, Toronto International Film Festival, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, Devin. But that is around the time that uh, Ty West in A24 uh, released the, tr- the the third film, uh, which will be coming. It just says coming soon, which is titled Maxine with three X's, which is the name of the character from the movie X. It kind of follows her story after the events of the film X. So. It's a lot to unpack here. And I know I just said a bunch of mumbo jumbo that you guys probably didn't understand. But regardless, we are here to give our thoughts and our reactions on the movie Pearl. It is a slasher film. Um, We've been having a lot of great horror movies this year a lot of great slasher movies all together but i'm gonna shut up here for a second zevin how have you been man we're, we're doing a, a late night recording we kind of just hopped on the bikes and said late night feeling all right yeah boy <laughs> he- heading back to texas all my exes live in texas
1: pearl got us feeling some type of way she definitely, definitely did, man. It is something about that accent. Just just hypnotizing that draw.
0: Yeah, it's that Southern drawl, But it, it kind of reminds me of Troy Baker's um, Texas accent because uh, he is actually he is a Texan himself and how he portrays Joel. From The Last of Us, who's also from Texas, it's not like the the super, you know, like, you get that super southern drawl there. It's not, like, super, super thick. It's, like, it's just right. It's, like, right in the middle for Troy Baker for his, like, Texas accent. And I feel like it's the same way for Mia Goff. Um playing Pearl in this movie. Um, even though Mia Goff is a um is is um is from the United Kingdom. I believe she is British. So yeah, these these Brits are they're taking over, man. Like s- some of the hardest working actors and actresses today. But yeah, you've been uh, watching anything since Pearl, or have you just been pondering on Pearl? Just got home. You just got home. Oh my gosh, that is insane. It was actually
1: shot in New New Zealand, which is crazy to think about because everything feels so Southern.
0: Does it? Oh, really? I was wondering. I was like, you know what? I'm like this. This area, this location, is too lush and too green for Texas. (laughs) I was wondering where they shot this film at, but that actually makes a lot of sense. New Zealand is a beautiful place to film. uh, Many of films, of course, Lord of the Rings was shot there. I don't know if they went. I think they went back for the Hobbit, but I can't really remember. But yeah, so you just got out of the theater uh, uh, to see. uh I myself saw Pearl earlier today and yeah, we're just gonna talk about it here for everyone out there. So
1: I also just wanted to mention I, I
0: loved I loved her
1: pronunciation of Europe. She just skipped right over that O. Just Europe. I wanna go to
0: Europe. Europe <laughs> Can we go to Europe, please? Can we go to Europe, please? Take me to Europe. <laughs> it is so which accent like you know drew you in was it the southern draw or was it the german accent that's that's my question
1: german is a uh, is not a very very attractive accent it's not very hypnotizing like uh southern just not not a very lovely language
0: it is a very powerful it's very harsh very passionate i would say as well um. Yeah, but definitely, you know, the the Southern draw can't beat it whatsoever. But uh, for all of our listeners out there, before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at FilmOptics. That is Optics with an X. Or you can email us at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any movie related questions. So uh, the way that this is gonna you know go down since this is hot off the press for both of us and pearl just hit theaters this weekend which you should definitely go check out um and we'll actually kind of talk about how this works as a prequel and how people might be able to watch this maybe before watching x to see you know th- that is a question
1: i was just gonna say i, I would recommend x first I think it just it makes this so much, it just makes it better.
0: It does. It feels, in a weird way, it feels in the gaps. It's almost like the Star Wars effect where, you know, you have the original trilogy and then they went back into the prequel and then they did the sequel. It seems that Ty West is following in those footsteps, but it seems that, you know, this is just a, within one trilogy, you, you have you know, the past, present and future, almost like the fear street trilogy. Almost. I feel like that would probably be the closest um, comparison so far that we've gotten uh, within recent years when it comes to uh horror movie trilogies or just trilogies altogether um, within this realm. But yeah, I was wondering if people should or shouldn't, but we'll definitely get into it here In a bit, but just to let everyone know, um, since we are going to be, uh, diving into this, we're going to be giving our initial reactions first, then we're going to head into spoilers. Definitely going to let you guys know before we hit that mark. And we're going to talk about some Easter eggs, um, then hit our final thoughts and then our ratings. And then it's time to skedaddle on out of here. We're we're, we're going to Texas. We, we, we got an Airbnb. I'm sure everything will work out just fine. (laughs) So... Devin, are you ready to dive into our review going to europe we're going to europe going to europe everybody all right ladies and gentlemen we'll be right back after this introduction to pearl
1: for your family during these times is admirable but you only get one take at this life
0: if only they would just die
1: pardon nothing
0: Ladies and gentlemen, and we are back. You just heard a little snippet of the trailer from Pearl. Again, this movie is directed by Ty West himself and is written by Ty West and surprisingly Mia Goth, which I did not. Realize until you know the the credits were actually rolling during the beginning of this film, yeah.
1: I was actually reading about that in the trivia section, and they mentioned that they were FaceTiming during a a, man, a mandatory quarantine on the set of X. Um, somebody must have gotten sick or something, but they were in quarantine for two weeks and they just kind of were FaceTiming and started writing this movie. And then they got the approval from A24 before
0: X even started shooting, that's why they were able to shoot them simultaneously nice nice see i'm wondering how maxine is gonna fit into all this if they i don't know if he's already started uh filming that because that was more of a teaser trailer that we got for maxine uh for pearl uh towards the end of x um that definitely felt more like a full-fledged trailer you know we actually yeah i'm curious as if that it's able to come out this year or if that'll be more than likely next year if it came out this year, I would be like Ty West is the man.
1: <laughs> he is. I actually did want to give Ty West some credit here. I don't know if we talked much about him during our extra view, but he's kind of been um, working horror for a while now. He's kind of kind of just been indie under the radar type of horror director. He's he's been um, he's been hard at work. He's done quite a few things. He used did a VHS segment. He did ABCs of Death. Uh, One of his first ones that I would highly recommend is called The House of the Devil. It was a 2009 horror movie that came out set in the 80s. And you can just feel just feel how 80s it is. And it was great. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad to see he's finally broken out here and he's got possibly one of the better horror trilogies we've seen in a while in our hands here, depending on how Maxine goes and there's no reason to think it won't be as entertaining as these first
0: two. See, I did not know that. Um, I do remember, I think we watched ABC of death at your house when we were younger. Yeah. That's a throwback to the high school days is when that came out. And then VHS as well. I, well, I forgot which VHS we watched, but we definitely watched it, um, growing up for sure. For, for what I can remember. He's been at it for a while now. Oh man, that's whew. props to you, Ty West. That that is that is fantastic, and you know it's uh, you can really sh- see his love for horror within everything here. So, so yeah, just to get a little bit back on track here, uh, the story is as follows. Uh, it this is off of IMDb, so this is pretty much this a story of how Pearl became the vicious killer as she's seen in the movie X. And of course, the stars Mia Goth, uh, Emma Jenkins, Pearl, and David uh, Corn Sweat as well. So um, I'm going to pass it over to Devin so we can give his initial reactions to Pearl because he literally just got out of the theater and saw it. So his his mind is more fresh than mine only by a few hours. But Devin, what are your thoughts about this movie? I think
1: the main takeaway from this is just that uh, Mia Goth is just a powerhouse. Like this is a star making movie and trilogy. Um, it's just unbelievable to watch her work, especially just seeing the contrast between this character and Maxine from X, like just completely different types of people and different dialects and different just way of just ways of life. And she's able to pull both of them off so effortlessly. And it's just amazing to watch. And this does, this movie just does not work without her. Like she is this movie and she puts it on her back and carries it all the way through. I was a little bit worried during the first half or so because it is, it's a very slow burn similar to X, but even, even more. So I would say, um, I was actually starting to think at one point I was like, I kind of wish this was just, they just did a Maxine story instead. Like I'm just looking forward to that one. But then, but then the movie turns and starts to pick up more and, and Mia Goth just, just unleashes Pearl onto us. And, just never lets go and you just can't look away. it's like she's she's magnetizing you it just it's insane to think about uh, this performance not a lot of, not a lot of kills as far as the slasher goes. I wouldn't say it's even a great horror movie. It's more like a character study I would describe it as. I don't know if you want to compare it to X, but I'd say X is probably a little more entertaining but this one just has this performance that is unforgettable especially towards the end.
0: That's a very interesting point uh, that you bring up there. Um, As far as my initial reactions goes, and I'll I'll get back to your point here in a second. um, I I really did enjoy it. Um, I do agree. There is a it is more of a slow burn, but it is more of just like a character build, because from what we've seen from the movie X, and I do apologize um, if you haven't seen X yet, we're going to be kind of talking about a few spoilers here and there. Um, clearly it, it is the, the, uh, the same house that they are using, which I thought was uh very clever for some reason did not click in my brain until like halfway through I'm like, Oh, that's the exact same house that was in X. Um, but yeah, I do agree. It is a slow, um, it it is more of a slower burn, but I, I just got to say just like the opening credits and like the aesthetic of this film really, it really just set the mood. It felt vintage it felt like this was something that would have been made of maybe about I would say probably like a decade ago like this looks like one of those like vintage like early 2000 movies that will probably age very very well it's a very vibrant color palette as well Um, not too bright as well of course with it being a New Zealand with the lush green fields and whatnot but you said it was a character study can you elaborate on that because like, do you just mean as in more? It just gives Pearl more of a backstory as to why or how she ends up in the movie X. It
1: just, it just dives completely into Pearl and her mental state and what makes her tick and what drives her to become this this monster of a person. And it, it all starts with, with being on this farm and and her mother pushing her to stay on the farm and and take care of her her very sick dad and. She just kind of breaks and she thinks she's a star, she thinks she has the X factor, just like Maxine. I liked I liked that callback there. But yeah, it's just she just nailed it nailed this character
0: okay yeah i i see what you mean i just wasn't sure what you meant by character study but i i think that is a really uh good um a good observation because you know obviously this this movie does not work without mia goth as you said before i mean the supporting characters um all did a fantastic job it it is about a you know it's it's kind of that that classic story of a, a farm girl who or, or just a person in general who is, you know, of that age, like we already know by the, the beginning of the movie that she, you know, she is um, she's already married uh, to Howard. Um. <laughs> I only get a little glimpse um, of Howard at the end. Yeah, for sure. Oh man, Howard. Oh Howard. I was like, <gasps> Howard, he's gonna be I was I was hoping we, we would see him. But yeah, we, we see we see this woman who, you know, is longing for a life outside of being a, a farm girl. You know, the the Spanish flu is kind of you know sweeping the nation uh, as as of this moment. And I feel like it, it was very relatable to our time now that we are still Within a uh, pandemic um, in and of itself, but it was very relatable on that level, you know, just seeing Yagoff like wearing a, a straight up like cotton, like linen mask, like into town, making sure that she does not catch, um, does not catch the the virus that is, that is spreading through the country. And Um, Her trying to make a better life for herself, but, and we do see that she is uh, a, a bit unstable, but of course, you know, saying a bit is more of like an understatement, but she, we start to see pearl become more unhinged and like you said you know we kind of go into her psyche especially with that super long monologue which i thought was fantastic and and we start to see how pearl begins to think you know with her her violent nature or violent behavior uh especially with her mother kind of calling her out on that and you know it it's kind of like she's grown up because she is married. She technically is an adult, but she has this like child state of mind where she if she doesn't get what she wants, that's when she snaps. And it's it's a whole psyche type situation going on. I wish I could go into a little bit deeper, but overall, I just want to say that I I thought it was fantastic. Like I, I loved how Ty West definitely has this, this love for horror clearly. And this definitely felt like an old school horror movie, much like X, but this felt more like there, there, there's a few kills in this, in this movie. Um, There's, I believe four in total. Um and we'll talk about those in spoilers, but uh four kills in total and then so yeah, four four characters total. sorry, I had to like think there for a second. I was like, is it four? Yeah, it's definitely four. um but you know they're they're kind of sporadically uh throughout, but I can't say they're necessarily like killed in a like special way. they kind of just get nicks, but
1: yeah, it doesn't have the same effect that X had as far as like, clever or cool kills there was one um the projectionist but
0: yeah but like we said, you know it's not more it's not really about the kills in this movie like obviously we see how pearl becomes a vicious killer but it's more about the the backstory of pearl and her longing for a life outside of her farm and her obviously wanting to please her parents but her parents aren't or especially her mother is not being necessarily supportive of her calling her a failure, you know, saying that she like needs to stay here and take care of her father and, you know, live within their means. And it kind of just gets to her and she kind of, she snaps. So yeah, it, overall, I, I thought this was an amazing movie, definitely top. I'm trying to think, <laughs> I'm trying to think of this as like my favorite horror movie of the year. We still have a few more to go for sure but it's it's definitely up there with within honestly I would say within the top three uh for sure but Devin let's I feel like we're getting into the spoiler section. I've been rambling here for a second. so ladies and gentlemen that is your first spoiler warning for Pearl again. that is your second spoiler warning for Pearl so if you haven't seen it, definitely. Watch this in theaters. It deserves all the love in the world. And then when Maxine comes out, watch that. And if you haven't watched X yet, definitely watch that as well. Because this is shaping up to be one of my uh, favorite horror uh, trilogies. Uh, Honestly, right next to to Fear Street, for sure. But uh, So we'll go through the kill count really quick here. And then um, we'll kind of give our final thoughts and skedaddle out of here. So for the kill count, we have Pearl's... Mother and father, and then the man that she cheated on um, Howard with. Um, I'm blanking on his name. I do apologize. It's just the projectionist. The projectionist. He seemed like a very upright, nice, nice kind of fellow for for the most part. There's a few kind of, kind of weird vibes I was getting there for a moment. But um, the fourth kill is uh, her sister-in-law, Howard's uh, Howard's sister. So. Man, it was actually kind of crazy to, like, oh, Howard has a sister. And it's like, I don't think she he ever mentioned that.
1: They're, and they are very, very rich and well off, apparently. And he chooses to, to stay on the farm life kind of adds more dimension to his character.
0: Well, I wonder if he decided to stay or if it was, <laughs> who, who, who was, who was, you know, watching who in that, in that Pearl Howard situation. But yeah, no, I definitely know what you mean there, but yeah, I'm um, overall, you know, the, the four kills that we got, though they were kind of like spread throughout the movie altogether. Um, we did get a few teasers of the alligator, you know, with, with Pearl's uh, father as well um i thought she was just gonna you know dive him on in there i was like oh man the alligator's back and the alligators eaten nice over these years very much so man it's it's been crazy but yeah those are that's those are pretty much the four kill accounts and then of course we do see howard up here towards the end of the movie for a brief second so i i felt like the movie was longer than what it was i actually didn't check the runtime did, did you Hour 42. Hour 42. Yeah, I, I didn't check it before going into the movie theater, but how was your crowd? Like, did you see this by yourself, or, you know, what 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 are your uh, thoughts about the uh, the kills and, and uh, Pearl's violent nature?
1: Well, I went to the Solon AMC, so I was the only one in the theater, like always. That one is... Uh, barren. That one's always empty, so it's definitely got some perks to it. It's, it is a bad theater overall, but it's nice to have a theater to yourself, just hang out and relax. But, um, I just want to talk about the last 20 minutes or so of this movie. It just, everything just hits the fan. And that's when you really just start to see all the cracks showing. And that's when everything comes out that you mentioned that monologue earlier that, Gives to the, the sister in law. That was insane. That was like, I felt like five minutes straight of her, just her pouring her soul out. And then there's a couple of really interesting edits after she kills the sister in law where she's kind of just dancing around and feeding the alligator her head that's been chopped off. And it just kind of looks trippy and interesting. And then the very end when Howard shows up and The camera just stays on Pearl while the credits are rolling for it was probably five minutes straight. And she's smiling and laughing and crying all at once. And it's one of the most insane things I've ever seen an actor do. Like, I just I don't know how I need to know if that was one take, if they did multiple takes how she stayed in character? I just, I just need answers.
0: I was actually thinking the same thing. I was like, I wonder how how many takes it took for them to get that uh, towards the the very ending uh, credits there, where like to be able to smile for that long, that hard,
1: like that's up like that hard of a smile, like like keeping everything up the whole time. It's just insane.
0: I thought something was actually going to happen after because like within my theater theater there was maybe about seven of us total. But I will say even though it was it was a small crowd, like everyone enjoyed it. Like everyone was just like so glued on it. I was actually kind of relieved that I wasn't the only person who uh, was watching this because I'm like oh my gosh, like they have to have seen X, right? Like that's the only reason why you probably are going to go watch this movie. But yeah, my uh, my my theater experience was was amazing you know people reacted uh during certain uh during certain moments and um it it was it was just an overall great time but yeah i wonder how long it took for them to um to do that um that final shot it's painful It, it looked very painful but i would say that I thought something else was coming after, like there was going to be maybe just like an after scene or something like that. Um, Unfortunately there wasn't, but I still thought that was an amazing way to end the movie. And then of course, if you stayed until the very, very end of the credits, uh, we got the Maxine teaser trailer, which just says coming soon. Set in 1985, I believe. I believe so. Yeah. All I'm saying is if Maxine comes out this year, that will be insane. Like, I mean, we've got the Fear Street trilogy. I think what it was it last year? But I mean, obviously those were like three movies. Playing those were filmed back to back to back, but and those like kind of release like weekly. But like it's it's still awesome. Like I mean, A twenty four pumps out a lot of stuff, so I'm I'm very excited to uh, to see Maxine. I think Pearl. Um, as far as my final thoughts, really quick, um, I think Pearl is a amazing prequel that definitely uh gives us more backstory to Pearl and of course Mia golf plays the old lady of pearl in X as well so she's literally everywhere um and you know I'm I'm excited for for the sequel because you know we we get to we got to see what what Maxine is up to but I'm very interested for Maxine because she was not the antagonist of of, obviously, of X and or Pearl. So I wonder how Ty West is going to handle that um, That movie. Is it going to be more of a slasher? Is, it, is she going to be the antagonist of it, that movie as well? Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. But, uh, Devin, what are your final thoughts on Pearl?
1: Yeah, overall, like I mentioned before, Mia Goth is just... She's a star. And it's very obvious if you watch this movie especially. Um, she was great in X, but this one is just, she just takes over and just does it all. Like it's, it's amazing to watch. Um, she took what, what could have otherwise been kind of a, a bland, I wouldn't say bland, but kind of a, uh, slow, too slow of a burn, a horror movie. And she turns it into something that's special and very watchable. So yeah, I'd, I'd probably give this one like a, like a 86 overall. She really bumps up the score quite a bit just because of, of the performance and what she gave. And that last shot is definitely the one that's gonna stick with you the most. That's that's gonna be the memorable one.
0: That smile is just haunting. <laughs> Pearly white team. Uh for for my score as well, i going to um I, I would give this in, in, in 86 as well. Um, you know, uh, it's the only the only issue is that I felt like, you know, it was a bit more of a slow burn, but the, again, that is on a first viewing. I feel like on a second viewing, now that, you know, we've watched it, we know what happens going in. It, it might honestly just breeze by a little bit faster for us um, as well. But, you know, that that's not necessarily a bad thing because, you know, you have to learn about this character within an hour and 42 minutes. So, you know, you have to understand her home life, her upbringing, and that, now that we know she's german so or at least her mother's german um so we have to kind of understand her backstory in order to, for her to you know she's always just had this violent nature i mean living on a farm there's, there's not much you can do instead of you know just killing small animals and then working your way up to humans i guess but enjoying yourself with a scarecrow that too. And yeah, I mean, it's very, um, I mean, there, there are a lot of sexual moments in this, in this movie as well. Obviously within X, there was more, you know, of what was going on, but the, the theme still carries over. But yeah, I, I think this is an extraordinary prequel. For X, um, I actually got that from the poster, but <laughs> it, still, it still holds true. So that concludes our review of Pearl. Again, if you have not seen X, I would definitely recommend watching that first before watching Pearl. It does, it's not that Pearl necessarily gives anything away because I don't think it does, but. It just makes more sense to watch X first and then getting the backstory on Pearl and then of course moving to Maxine, much like, you know, people watch the Star Wars trilogy. They usually start with the original, then they do the prequels, and then they do the sequels instead of doing chronologically. I do want to when this eventually comes out on Blu-ray, I want this I I, I do want to watch them in chronological order to see if that makes uh, if To see if it still fits the same way, uh, we'll just have to kind of just wait and see um, until vaccine comes out, but I definitely want to see this again, hopefully I can see it again by this uh, this weekend, but we'll just have to wait and see, but... Again, I know I'm a little long winded here and I do apologize. That is our review for Pearl. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you've liked what you've heard on today's episode, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice. And make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, your lover, whoever it may be. Uh, Make sure to share an episode of the Thumb Optics Podcast with a movie lover in need. And really quick, before we go, what is coming up next on our podcast? What is out right now? We have our House of the Dragon, a.k.a. Hot D episodes 1 through 5 reviews. Um, That are up. They're all spoiler free. We just dropped our episode five review. So definitely go listen to that as well as our She-Hulk episode five review. We have episodes one through five on the podcast for you guys to listen to as well. And if you're looking for a little bit more horror in your life, you can definitely check out our Barbarian review that we uh, just dropped a few days ago um, that is now also uh, playing in theaters. So you got a lot to watch in theaters this weekend. You got Barbarian, you got Woman King, and you got Pearl. And and you got to go watch X. I believe that is on uh video on demand. I do, I don't believe it's streaming anywhere. Um, Or if you're a physical Blu-ray collector, you can uh, pick it up there. And really quick, what is on deck uh, for our podcast? We're going to be covering Rogue One, a Star Wars story, getting ready for Andor, as well as we're going to be dropping our Avatar The Last Airbender book three fire review. And we're going to see Don't Worry Darling a little bit earlier than most. So we're definitely going to try to have... Uh, a, probably just a spoiler free review, um, on the day that don't worry, darling drops. So we're doing a little bit of batch recording here for you guys, because we love you guys so, so much. So I know I've been talking up a storm here for a while, so I'm going to shut up and we hope you guys have a great day and we'll see you guys next time. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and follow us on Instagram and Twitter to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian. We'll see you guys in Texas. Peace.